All right, James, time to put your legal hat on. Give us the disclaimer. This podcast is for educational purposes only. We are not doctors, but rather we're just trying to educate the general public to be better informed in their well-being decisions. Pop quiz, what are you not? A doctor. I've handsome. You're also not a doctor, <laughs> so you pass. Uh, if you're considering medical cannabis prescription, make sure to speak to a doctor. Welcome back, ladies Hello. and gentlemen. Uh, I'm James. This is Charlie. We are the, the co-founders of the Cannabate Clinic, and we're here with our favorite cannabis scientist, Johnny. How are you, Johnny? Good. And um, <laughs> hello to you two gentlemen. And I'd like to say hello to all the listeners out there. Mm. I recently received some great feedback uh, from uh, an Instagram user uh, who listens to the podcast. So shout out to them. And I just wanted to say thanks for, yeah, all the, the, the messages um, saying that they're really enjoying what we're talking about and how we're having a lot of fun doing it, guys. So um, there's a bit of positive uh, feedback for us. Yeah, yeah, that's quite the that 180 ups. though. Last episode, Johnny was uh, oh man, my PhD, gotta do this bloody podcast. And now he's all he's going. You think that we recorded this like a month later, but it's like it's like 10 minutes. What after. he's doing is trying to get back in the good books after last step. We said this is the last step. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. You and I'm getting me. this on LinkedIn. No, that's awesome. That's so, sick. So the 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 topic today, today's gonna be a short, sharp, 10, 15 minute discussion about the entourage effect. Um, what is the entourage effect? It's a phenomena, supposedly, where the sum of the parts of the plant is, is greater than the whole. I'm unsure if I um, misspoke there, but basically the idea is if the therapeutic benefit of CBD only is two out of 10, let's just say for a patient and their condition, and the therapeutic benefit of THC only is a two out of 10, the idea is that if you combine the CBD and the THC, the benefit is more than a four. It might be a six. Um, so, so, so why is that? Well, it's because of the entourage effect, and and that's something we're going to talk about today. Mm, the whole is far greater than the sum of its parts. I think that's yeah, that's it. Well yeah, done. Good yeah, yeah. You almost got it. You almost. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> uh, so, 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 Johnny, I suppose like the, the the low hanging fruit kind of starting point for this discussion is like what is the entourage effect, and what do we know, and what don't we know? Yeah, so well, you you pretty much summed it up. It's it's also called cannabis synergy, and that's because it describes the synergy between all the molecules that are within the cannabis flower that are being consumed by the patient, um, and the effects that they have together as a whole spectrum of compounds, rather than isolated single molecule products, which is what we typically see in the pharmaceutical market today. So typically what well, you might like think of things like uh, Nurofen or Panadol where they have this single ingredient that does the trick, right? And that's kind of like the, the default pharmaceutical model. And then cannabis comes along and it's like, well, actually, I've got over 500 compounds right here uh, that are all going to work together and they're all going to provide these amazing effects. So you better consume me in a whole plant sort of extract or flower, right? Um, so there's two competing arguments or debates, if you like. Uh, it's a bit of controversy. The term... Um, entourage effect was first coined by the great professor Raphael Michelon back in 1998. And he basically used that term to describe the synergy of 
cannabis constituent compounds to um, to give those therapeutic health benefits that we know there um, that cannabis can give. So so that's all all great, but was there any evidence for it um, at this point in time? There is a growing body of evidence for it. However, there is also somewhat of a bias depending on which side of the fence you sit on, particularly what your background is. So I think if you come from like a naturopathic, homeopathic sort of background, also Eastern, East, that Eastern medicine defined uh, therapeutic application i think you're going to probably sit on the side of entourage effect but if you come more from the pharmaceutical the western pharmaceutical model then i think you're going to sit more on the side of single molecule compounds or single molecule products yeah so so they're the two sides of the coin at the moment and um they're not it's yeah like i said there's there is evidence for the entourage effect i'm not going to go into the details of that those studies today because there are actually review papers that you can read online that outline a number of different studies but i just wanted to more highlight the controversy and what the pros and cons are of of both sides of the argument hmm. intuitively if if we know based on you know what we discussed in the last episode that terpenes and flavonoids can have therapeutic benefit does yeah. it make sense whether the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts or not doesn't it make sense to just have more compounds in a medication that have therapeutic uh, effect i suppose like my question is like what's the argument against let's say the entourage effect is a myth and it's more just like the independent parts are or yeah. working together to increase the therapeutic benefit. Isn't that an argument for the more Eastern holistic view anyway? All right. So you want to get into it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Open the can of yeah. so just thinking like, yeah. you know, like with flavonoids and terpenes help, so why not put them in? It's, how, it's, it's almost easier to just keep the plant in the form that it came in than it is to extract independent molecules for, anyway. For sure. My, my really quick thought is uh, is majority of the people who are against the entourage effect, people who want CBD to work by itself so that they don't need the THC so that they can actually drive because the laws right now, <laughs> they can't drive. So it's, they're an advocate of medical cannabis, but they're, they can't be an advocate of THC yet. So they're, they're, they're off it. That's just a funny thought that came to my mind while you were saying that. But now, Johnny, open the can of worms. Just go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's not very it? scientific, Charlie. <laughs> we can't just because we want something to be true doesn't necessarily mean that it yeah, that placebo's it is, a thing, my friend. It is true, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so one of the main arguments against it is that doing a holistic or a whole spectrum therapeutic like cannabis. It's very difficult to pinpoint which compound was actually doing the main therapeutic benefit. Mm -hmm. So which compound in that whole extract was actually doing the work. So from a scientific and medical standpoint, that sort of goes against the 
the whole point of Western medicine, which is we know what the compound is, we know what the how the compound works, and we know what dose to give it in. If we just give you a whole flower and say, okay, here you go, um, see, see how this works for you, and then it does end up working, we can't really then turn around and say, okay, well, it was the THC or it was the CBD. It, we don't we don't know. So there's an argument there for, well, yeah, it worked, which is great, but now we don't know how it worked, we don't know what worked, and we don't know how to dose it to other patients in the future. Mm. Argument number one. That's what the argument number one is, right? So you get lost in the compounds. We don't know. We still don't know how exactly the entourage effect works. And there's that's because there's a lot of different compounds going on inside the plant. Um, and to work out the reactions and mechanisms underlying the, the, the therapeutic benefits or the uh, activities of those compounds is a huge challenge and it's going to take years of research. The, so what we know right now is there have been studies that have, you know, where subjects have been given an isolate versus a mix of cannabinoids or terpenes and then we can compare the two and see what happens. Now, in some cases, there is a benefit to the, the mix of um, compounds. In some cases, there's no benefit or very, very little benefit. Um, so the, the, that's one argument and the debate is, um, is still ongoing. So thoughts on that? Mm. Well, James, I have a question for you. Being the forefront of our patients and, and big communication, giving no clinical advice or suggesting anything, what like what are some things you see speaking to the hundreds of patients that you speak to um, uh, going through similar like type of journeys like this? Yeah. If, if I get a call from a patient and they've been on their treatment for two weeks and they say, I'm on an oil and it hasn't done anything, I don't notice a difference yet. I know with 99% certainty that they were on a CBD isolate formulation. Mm. Uh, so obviously there's limitations to what we do and don't know, but, you know, empirically, like from conversations that I've had with patients, there's a strong argument. Like when I get that same call from a patient on a, a full spectrum um, oil with THC, flavonoids, terpenes, the whole part of the plant, it's very rare that, that, that I have that conversation at two weeks. Now, CBD only oils and products do work for a lot of patients, but it would be remiss not to acknowledge that for the patients where they don't see, you know, the, the, the needle doesn't move as much as they were hoping. It's almost always when they're taking an individual compound. Mm, mm, yeah. Cause that's what, that's what I was thinking. And that's good for something uh, listeners to hear um, and patients to hear. Cause on the inside, hearing you on the phone all the time and speaking to patients and explaining things like that, being like, it is okay uh try a full spectrum um it eases their mind so having people walk into it's it, it it is hard um being able to disclose certain information to to patients as well but i think that's a big one for people even looking at oils to understand um the entourage effects alone so they can actually know what they're walking into before they start oh 100 yeah. and and like there, there obviously is evidence that extracting individual compounds can have clinical benefit it's just it's worth acknowledging that the instances where patients maybe don't find that the treatment plan hit the mark it's almost always when they're they're taking an, an individual yeah. compound. Mm. 
So, so yeah. Johnny, the conversation then was an argument against the entourage effect, or probably more so why scientists would prefer not to acknowledge the existence of an entourage effect because it muddies the waters in an attempt to try and work out what the compounds are actually yeah. doing. But what are the arguments for it then? Well, yeah, the main argument for it is that the, there is evidence showing that compilations of different compounds from cannabis plant are more beneficial, you know, and that's what there, there are a number of studies showing that one uh, that comes to mind recently was a study on neck and throat cancer, where they tested different com um, different mixes of cannabinoids on, um, on killing those cells. And um cbd worked really well when uh to, to kill those cells but when it was combined with um other cannabinoids it did even better right so so that's uh that's basically the main argument for it and um and this yeah like i said it stems from eastern philosophy eastern medicine where the whole herb is given to to the patient rather than you know some sort of isolated uh product but this was also one of the reasons why cannabis was uh banned almost 100 years ago is because when it was introduced into western medicine by an irish physician who came from india and um, he he toured India and found cannabis and tried to bring it into the states and um, Europe. Um, the problem was that they weren't sure what dose to give, or they didn't know how it worked, and what were the things that were the active ingredients. So that was largely one of the reasons why it got banned in the first place a hundred years ago, because yeah, it just doesn't fit in with the Western um, medicine model. Mm. Now, there is another argument against the entourage effect as well. I mean, not so much that it, it doesn't exist, but in that if, uh, like, it goes back to the dosing and the general consistency of products, right? So when we, we're growing a crop of cannabis plants, we assume that they're from the same genetics. So they they should produce the same amount of cannabinoids, the same content of terpenes within the plant. But within the glasshouse or the, the growing environment, there are subtle differences in the environment, which causes some inconsistency between the plants. Very slight. Right, so we might expect a twenty percent THC level in these plants, but maybe one will be nineteen, maybe another one will be twenty-one. All right, so that's another problem with uh, whole, the holistic approach from a Western medicine standpoint: is that you can't guarantee the consistency of the 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 the, the contents of the compounds. And that's been shown in America in a recent study where they they tested a lot of products and they found that were on the market and they, they found that the, in the actual testing, the, the level of cannabinoids differed to what was on the label, all right? 
and and cannabinoids change even when you package the the buds and uh, ship them off. Right? There's um, this thing, this process called non-enzymatic decarboxylation that is happening within the plant, um, and that is from heat and from light, and that um, that will also affect the the level of um, compounds in the plant too, in the in the bud that you get. So it is quite complicated. I I sit. I I love the entourage effect. I I agree that um, there are benefits to the holistic approach, um, but it's important to understand from a scientific uh, medical, you know, Western medical standpoint that there are complications to that too. Yeah. It seems like a running thing that we bring up topics and then we say at the end, uh, to summarize, uh, there's a lot of unknown. (laughs) (laughs) So take it with a grain of salt and uh, test and measure. (laughs) It sounds like the the takeaway for a patient is that, like, and it's why with particularly oils, uh, titration, well, all cannabis products, titration is important where you start on the lowest Mm. possible dose and you incrementally increase till you find what works for you. Um, I suppose this explains why, because you're not, it's not like Panadol where, you know, you're taking a specific compound what the expected outcome it's like you're taking multiple parts of the plant most of the time and uh, and you need to work out how you uniquely react Mm, that's a good sum there you go the entourage effect uh some research suggests that it's a thing a lot of feedback from patients suggests that the more parts of the plant you consume the better but the western scientific community finds it bloody inconvenient because it's doing what so it's up to you at the end of the day (laughs) yeah you decide there you Beautiful. go. Well done. That was the episode on the entourage effect. Uh, we'll love you and leave you and uh, see you all on the next one. Thanks, Thanks Johnny. Thanks, Johnny, again. Thanks, guys. See ya.